Cop a squat, get a chair, oh, get a pillow, hell, sit right here on the stoop next to me. Get you something cold to drink, something hot, some water, some tea, some coffee, some juice. Hell, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. First of all, shout out to all of those that have sent me messages and, you know, applauds. I appreciate each and every one of you. And the reason why I take it so serious and I'm so emotional with it is because when I told everybody that I was doing a podcast, they told me nobody would listen to me. Nobody don't want to hear my stories. Nobody will uh, benefit from me talking that I sound like a fool. So I'm grateful for the love and the feedback that I get for real. These were my day ones, my friends that I've supported them in every endeavor that they did. But every time I would say I was going to do something, they shot it down. And I remember sitting around one of their kitchen tables saying, with friends like y'all, I don't need enemies. And it was real talk. When I said I wanted to open up a store, they said I would fail. When I said I wanted to travel and teach about spirituality, they told me nobody would come. I was stupid. When I said I wanted to do a podcast, who going to listen? Oh, my God, we don't even listen to you. No support. No saying, hey, girl, let me inspire you. Let me encourage you. How can I help? None of that. None of that. Not a one. So I removed myself from them. I really did. And I'm forever grateful that I didn't listen. Even my brothers in them told me I was stupid. Oh, girl, ain't nobody going to do that. But now they call me on a regular asking me for advice. Look at that. I'm not bragging, and if you think this is about bragging, then you you listening to the wrong podcast. But it's to show that even though nobody supports you in the vision and the 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 idea comes in your head, remove the ceiling from your sky. Think outside of the box. There's so many things that you can do. You can make spiritual calendars, spiritual tarot cards, spiritual journals, books. You can make spiritual aprons with saying on it for the holidays. There's so many things you can do. Do not allow people to tell you you can't. My daughter is very talented. I give her that. She will make a commercial or create something and put it together and it becomes so beautiful. And I always try to encourage her, right? And whenever she do something for me, I either pay or babysit all her kids. She got six. But she'll, comparison is the devil. She'll look at everybody else or get one bad review from a hater and she'll put it to the side. I get bad reviews. I look at them, delete, and keep going. You're not even in my bracket. Why are you worrying about me? Oh, you want to become famous. I'm not here to make you famous. I'm not giving you five minutes of fame. Bye. 
No, I'm not worried about what someone else is doing. I know a lot of people that started out, their books are known all around, and kudos for them. I'm doing it by myself. So, it's going to take me a little longer. Trial and error. People will, and I understand, I pay for people's time and for their knowledge. But if you're not, not even but, so, because but mean bullshit. So, when you're not... And if you don't bend to other people's will or sit there and uh, follow their, their, their lesson plan or, you know, you have to kiss their ass, I'm not doing that. I'm coming in standing on my two feet. And if I'm opening doors and I'm mowing a whole new lane, then I'm going to do that. I understand those that love me, they'll pour into me and they'll help me along the way. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm also grateful that they did it how they saw it. And in the process, they gave me the blueprint. Now, am I going to run around and sleep with this one or, you know, succumb to this one or bend over and kiss this one's ass? No, I'm not doing that. And you shouldn't have to neither. If nobody will put you on, put yourself on. Because see, today or tomorrow, the same people that lifted you up, 30 minutes later, be the ones that'll tear you down. Nah, that's okay. I'm good. Find your tribe, point to each other, and keep it going. Keep it going. No, you're going to make mistakes. You might have typos in your book. You may use the wrong font. The only way you learn is when you do it. And when you do it, you're going to get criticism. People are going to say, oh, this is done poorly. I had a, a good girlfriend named um, Diane. She turned around and she said, listen, I'm going to offer you some constructive criticism. This book is done poorly. She said, but I can fix it. And she typed it up and redid the whole thing. She didn't change the words. And if any word that she saw was, she'll hit me up and say, hey, this sounds better. And she did it. And I said, what can I offer you? She said, nothing. We rise by lifting others. Now that I can go with. And not because, oh, she gave it to me for free or anything. She saw an issue. And instead of bashing me or dogging me or trying to get her name, she, and it's not Diane, my, my apologies. Her name is Dorothy. Please forgive me. Charge it to my heart, not my head. So she, um, I mean, charge it to my head and not my heart. I'm really on a whole new level right now because... I am so grateful for the milestones and the little things that I decided, yo, I'm going to do this. I saw the vision. I'm going to do it. And those same people that bash me, that talk me out. Hey, girl, I heard your podcast. Oh, my God. It's nice. I like it. You know, and it's like, okay, I, you know, no, no hatred. No, no, you know, I don't have no animosity. So, um, but I don't want you to give up. You know, a bad, a bad review is, is not a bad life. A bad day is not a bad life. It's not the end. We go through those. Everybody's not going to support you. Everyone is not going to love you. Everyone is not going to show appreciation. Everyone is not going to sign up for your vision or your journey. And it's okay. It's great. Rather, I'd rather for you to be honest and say, yo, I'm not signing up for that. Then walk around and lie and act like you're cool with me 
when you really don't want to support me at all. Now, are there people listening to my podcast that don't rock with me, that only listen and see if I'm talking about somebody? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I know that y'all listening. Thank you for the listen. Thank you for the listen. I learned a lot of things about myself, right? In the process of, even when I was doing the detoxing and I was, you know, start healing and doing little things, right? And I'm grateful. I am grateful for the changes, for the commitment, for the discipline and staying focused and not showing up when every dog bark. I'm grateful for it. Do people make videos and, and pictures and, you know, talk about me? Yeah. Yeah. They even tag me. And I will go over there and say, why am I arguing with these people? I'm, first of all, you don't live in my state. Secondly, I left you for a reason. So the reason that I had, it was validating. So I knew what I was doing. Because look, you're being messy. When you have my phone number, you can call me if there's a problem. But no, you rather show it on public or social media. Well, God bless you. Because we're not doing that. Right? So that's one. Um, and two is... Uh, most folks will, will stand there and watch other people do the crazy and hype them up. So when a group of people is at your back and they are, you know, saying all these things, I think you won and you don't need to show up. So when I see you on their page and I see the things they say, I just shake my head and keep it going. Why? You're especially... I went on a person's page. When I tell you they had 62 fucking followers. I have close to 16,000 on Facebook. Are you trying to get followers? Are you trying to get a name? No. Matter of fact, I don't even know you. I don't. And you are sitting here making these posts about me. But only 62 people. Even if the 62 people decide to share it. Okay. I hit likes and I kept on going. Matter of fact, I hit the heart one and I kept going. That's it. Ma'am, I don't know you. You don't live in my state. I live upstate. You live where? In Hawaii some fucking where? I don't even know you. So I'm supposed to come and argue with you over what? You, you don't know me. You see my picture or you saw a video on Facebook and I said that everybody in the South wasn't into conjure. So now you... you you at war? Okay. Who who you warring with? The truth or me? Like, for real. You know, there's a saying, when the truth enters the village, the lies run away. So, what's the problem? It's true. Everybody didn't practice ganja. Everybody in the South wasn't all that about root work. Some of them were only said to scare you, to keep you away from their husband, their woman, or stop bothering their kids or for the people on the job. That's it. It's all a mental thing. That's it. Because they know that people will fall for anything. And your fears are more fucking stronger in your mind than your faith is. So, okay. So, now you want me to be a public enemy? Ma'am, I don't even know you. 
Why? So I've learned not to sit under every table, not to go at every person that's throwing a rock, not to sit there and argue with everybody that want to bark. Why? It don't have nothing to do with me. I'm going to waste my fucking time, and that's the only thing we can't get back. Time is valuable. So I'm going to waste my time arguing with someone I don't know. Make it make sense. Even spiritual people have talked about me. Oh, she's corny. She's this. Okay. That's your opinion of me. Opinions are like assholes. And when people see spiritual people arguing and other spiritual people dogging spiritual people out, it doesn't make them want to come and get a reading. Because if you're quick to dog out another spiritualist, then you're quick to dog my ass out. Make it make sense. The math ain't mathing. Oh, well, they phony. In whose eyes? Oh, well, I had a client that said you didn't help her. For real? So if I base everybody that I know on a client that came and tried to tell me something, then shit, everybody would be ostracized. Everybody would be canceled. So you're going to base me on a person that I didn't want to help her kill her boyfriend's kids. Because that's what he was basing me on. She... Now, make it make sense, right? Y'all are listening, right? And you, and if you are readers, you're going to come across some stories. I was doing cards. I was working in my shop. And this lady that I know, she brought her niece, right? So her niece comes. And she was like, do you kill people? I said, girl, I ain't God. She said, no, I'll pay. I need these people killed. I said, okay, well, tell me what's, what happened, you know, because now you want to be, you know, the, the, the executioner. So tell me what happened. Well, the man that she wants to marry, he has two daughters and his baby mom, she works at night. So the little girls, they're school age. Then they were in first and second grade, right? Or first and third. But they, were, they weren't even near fourth and fifth grade. That I remember. So she had to work overnight, right? She comes home in the morning. So she left maybe about, because she was a, a nurse. So she was doing light, night, night shifts. Um, so she had to work anywhere, I think, from maybe like 10 until like 7 in the morning. I really am not sure the time, so don't quote me on that. But I know it was overnight, right? She was working in the hospital. So you know how those shifts can be. And if it snows or whatever, I didn't even know that, that the nurses are mandatory to come in, right? Because they really are essential workers. Like, they have to. So, and when, like, a crash or a, a, an an event or something happens, you know, mass shootings and all that, those nurses have to stay. So instead of the father, because he's making sure the mother is straight, which is um, what a man's supposed to do, right? They're not together, but they're co-parenting. So instead of her getting somebody else or a shorty or something to watch his kids, he works during the day. So he comes in at night, he cooks dinner if she didn't cook, he, you know, makes sure they're bathed and they're in bed. And through the whole time before he goes to sleep, because remember, he got to go to work in the morning, he's talking to his girlfriend. 
FaceTiming her and stuff and like, you know, dealing with his daughters. What a father is supposed to do. That is great. What? You know how many dudes you can't even get them. They only show up on them Polaroid daddies where they only show up on holidays or when they, you know, about to do something and or go to jail. Now they want to be the loving father. He is a man that stepped up like, yo, I'm a cook. Put everything up, clean, get their clothes out. You know what I'm saying? Make sure they take their bath, say their prayers. They got a good meal and they asleep and daddy's right here. That is amazing. And I don't want my girl to feel left out. So I'm talking to her, letting her know, yeah, babes, I miss you and all of that. And on the weekends, they both had a line where on the weekends they were off. So now on the weekends, I get to hang with you. No, I'm not in the house. No, I'm not spending the night at your house. I'm here every night with my daughters, making sure they're good. The mom is working. She don't have to spend money on a babysitter. So that's not an extra added on bill. Like he's doing what he's supposed to do. This chick goes, and I can't make this up. How much do I need to pay to kill the two daughters? Wait, what? So, in my mind, right? Because I, I know the aunt. The aunt is a fruit sandwich short of her picnic basket, right? So, in real talk. So, she was like, yeah, you know, um, I want them dead. Because they're, they're getting in the way. Now, in my mind, I'm like, if I get their names, I would protect them. I ain't killing no kids. I will protect them. Man, I'm telling you, I lift those little girls up, make sure they are protected by everybody. But she wouldn't give up their names. She wouldn't even give up the dad name. And I said, so I'm thinking if I say her number, she'll not worry about it. I said, oh, well, it's kill kids, you know, 50000 She was like, what? Those little bitches? I thought it was going to be like $40, $60 to kill kids? Yeah. She was like, I hate them. I was like, and I'm pausing because I couldn't believe that we had these type of people in the world, right? I mean, I had some crazy readings, but you sometimes you would get those people that's way, way deep down and you have to keep your composure and you have to still stay, as, as my aunt and them say, in the light. Because you have some people that they are just, it's not even, they're sick, right? And that's why healers are needed, because they're sick. So, I was like, listen, nah, I said, you know, what's wrong with him being over there with his daughters? Like, wouldn't you want to, I don't give a fuck about them, they're in my way. So, when I declined, she called her aunt, her aunt was walking up and down through the um, store, and she was like, come on, let's go. Because she ain't helping. She don't know shit. And I didn't take it as a disrespect. I was like, okay. And that was it. Now, next person. And they came in and I was reading them and stuff. And I did that. I enjoyed my day. So now she'll go around to people and, you know, oh, I don't mess with her. If I bail, like she don't know what she doing. That's okay. When they showed me the picture of who the girl was, I didn't even say anything. I said, oh, okay. Oh, but she's saying it. I don't care. I don't. I'm always the type of person, judge me by the people I stay away from. 
if you want to judge me. Judge me about the people that I ignore. Judge me about the people that I don't rock with. I don't need to say nothing about them. When people come to me and go, oh, what's up with you and such and such? I don't know. But you don't know. Stop. We're not doing that. And I guess they're good. I, I don't know. Anyway, and I keep going. I remember somebody came up to me and asked me about my godmother. Well, how's your godmother? Because I heard you don't be with her. I, I believe she's great. Because in my mind, no news is good news, right? So I didn't hear it. I, there's nothing on social media. So to me, she's great. I wasn't lying. Oh, well, girl, you know, they, she be bashing you. I don't, I never heard that. So if I'm telling you she's great, then leave it at that and let's go. How can I help you? See, because people like to bring mess to your door. People like to bring chaos and confusion to your door. Now, the only way it gets in, you got to open the door. I'm not that person to open the door. I'm not. For what? Because, see, the person that carried all of that, trust me, they're going to go back to the other person or someone that's affiliated with them and blast your ass, too. Now, you got two people arguing because one person started some mess. When one of y'all could have said, no, baby, we ain't doing that here. When people try to come to me about a reader, I'll be like, stop, pause. You know you can go back over there. What? Because we're not doing that. Now, sometimes I'll be like, hold on, boop, 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 and have a three-way. And I'm sending them a bill. Uh, such and such, she has a problem with you. I'm letting you know. Oh, my God. And then when they look in their messenger, Ifa Bayo requested $30. You're going to pay me for my fucking time. I'm not the therapist that to do it. I'm not pro bono. I already gave. Like, no. Why, why are you calling me with this? You want seclu You want a solution? You need some clarity? Okay, I did that. I did that already. I'm not doing it again. No, my time is valuable. So I have to stop everything to deal with this. And y'all don't support me because I definitely go on people's page. I go and look. Do they share my stuff? Are they supporting me? No. So what? What? I know you're lying. No. No. Who the person? Who was the other person on the list you was going to talk to if you couldn't talk to me? Oh, this one. Then go on over there. I'm, I'm good. All money is not good money. That I do know. And that is fact. Because some of that money might be your bail or your fucking commissary while you're bitting on your books. Nah, I'm good. All money ain't good money. I, I'm not that thirsty, for real. I drink water, tea, you know, juice. I, I'm not that thirsty. I, I quench my thirst. I, I don't need to go through all that. Because one is you're getting pulled down in that rabbit hole. And when they pull you down there, ain't no spirituality down there. It's just chaos and confusion and mess. Why? Because I'm going to ask, what is the goal here? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we going to accomplish with all this? You dogging this person out. What's the goal? What, what's, what, what? We doing all of this. What are we achieving out of this? And how much are we going to make with doing this? Oh, nothing. They just need to be stopped. In whose terms? Oh, well, they not practicing like... You know how many Elays don't practice like you practice? So why are we sitting here bothering these people? We ran on their doorstep. They didn't come on ours. Oh, well, somebody brought this to me. Then delete them too because they bring a mess to your door. How about that? How about that? I just started deleting people. For real. Tip block, delete. I don't give a fuck. Why? Why? You're not doing anything to help grow me, the community, my family, my pockets. You're not doing none of that. So why am I entertaining it? What is the goal here? Me dogging out the next spiritualist or me sitting here bashing you. What is it getting me? 
I can't take lights to the rent office and say, hey, I got 50,000 likes on Facebook. Here, she's going to look at me and say, where the rent, baby? We pay, we get take dollars over here. What the fuck is this? For real. So what is the goal here? In order for you to shine, you got to bash another spiritualist? You know how many people that run around and say, oh, well, initiated people won't tell you this. Are you initiated? No. So you don't know what the fuck we say. So stop. Why do you have to bash us so you can shine? It doesn't work that way. Do you? Morning, noon, and night, my life does not impact your coin. For real. So why? Why? What is the goal? What is the big thing? Oh, I'm doing classes. Good. You didn't share my shit. Well, do I need to? Real talk. Because I'm looking on your page. You don't share mine. So what's the problem? It's okay. Perfect your lane. Know your place. Run your race. Make your coin the way you see fit. If I got to stop at every dog barking on my journey, I will never get to my final destination. Because I'm so busy confronting everything that's said about me. I know you are lying. You don't know me. You've never been in my house. Even if you did, you still don't know me. So, why am I entertaining to someone that don't know me at all? At all. Why am I entertaining that? Most people say, oh, well, Ifa Bell, she's aggressive. I'm scared of her. For what? Why? Do you know her? Do you know her? No, but I saw... So everybody bases it when I cursed out the fake Baba Lau and when I explained to the people that exposed Candelo. So you're basing you knowing me off of that. You're basing knowing that a fake Baba Lau was running around because he wasn't a Baba Lau and he's intimidating women and bullying them. So we're supposed to sit back and take that. That was in Atlanta. Now you are basing it that a man raped 14 women, not allegedly, 14 women over a period of five years and two men. So you you want me to be calm? Would you be calm? Hearing these women's stories, would you be calm that the way I went about it? Yeah, it was wrong. I could have did better. I could have sent them all to the authorities instead of, but in my mind, I'm thinking, let the public know because he's everywhere. So we got to let him know. But guess what I messed up at? Even though the public knew, and this is where I said, what? Yeah, healers are needed. Even though these women and men know the things he did, they seen the proof, they heard the victims, they still follow him. Like schoolgirls with their first crush, guys with, like, they are, he, they, he's his, their father. The same people that listen to my podcast also follow him. The same people that run around on my page, likes and all of that, they also follow him. I can't tell people what to do and what not to do. All I can do is be the change that I want to see in the world. It starts with me. That's it. But people love controversy and problems. They love that. They do. Majority of people. If I put up some shit about me talking about somebody and dragging them, man, I'll get over 5K likes. I'll get over 2K fucking comments. But if I put up, hey, y'all, we changing the narrative and we're healing, damn it. And let's get, you know, let's start doing some shadow work. I'll get maybe about 10 likes. 
two shares and maybe three comments. Real talk. For real. Because people like controversy because they ignoring the healing and things they need to take place in their life. So they'd rather sit and get entertained. That's why reality TV is, is so big over here in the States. People love to see other people go through drama. People love that. People love mess. It makes their life, they can ignore the shit that's going on in their life. Well, in a way, I'm not mad at them. I'm dealing with a husband that's cheating. I got kids that are fucking bad. My son may be stealing out my pocketbook. Uh, I'm an alcoholic. So, of course, let me laugh at somebody else's shit so my shit won't seem as bad. You're right. I get it. I get it. But then don't sit and say, oh, yeah, girl, I'm healing when you're not. That's why when people go, I'm in therapy actively, that's my first thing. Actively? Are you actively in therapy? And then they go, well, what's that? Well, majority of people that go to therapy, they talk about their family and all of that, and they don't say nothing about them. They sit there and just have a friend to gossip. The therapists don't care because eventually you'll start talking about yourself, but they don't care. They're getting paid one way or another. Shit. You know, but are you actively talking about the traumas and the things that make you feel bad and the rabbit hole you're going down? Do you do that? Or you're just sitting there like you got a new friend now and because she took the Hippocratic Oath, she don't, she can't tell nobody what you say. So you can talk about everybody. Yeah, I'm sleeping with my man's brother. And you can do all that. So I always say, is it actively or are you just there because you found you a new gossip friend? That's it. That's getting paid. That's all. But then I have to think of it. I'm paying this chick. So the fuck? I'm not here to talk about nobody else. If they let them pay it. Shit, if they want to be in this conversation, put some money on the bill because I'm paying this. No, I'm good. I'm here to talk about me. Me. The same way when people get reading. Oh, can you tell me about this one? Can you tell me about that one? And they never ask about their own kids and their life. They're so busy wearing, yeah, I think my sister is doing something. Can you read about her? I think my mother is, is sleeping around. Can you read about her? So you paid a reading for a reading to worry about somebody else's life. And your life is in fucking shambles. Make it make sense, Lord. But that's what people do. Even when they go to the Bible Loud, right? I always have to educate people when I take people to the Bible Loud, to the Luo. Right? Because they think it's like a tarot card reading. Oh, can you tell me about my cousin? No, baby. This uh, Ebo come with this to fix your life. This is you sitting on the mat. It's about you. So if you're not ready to actively change and put the work in of your life, then stick with tarot cards. Because when you deal with a Bible out, you're sitting on that mat. That means you made the conscious decision. I'm going to change my life. And I am going to work at it. And follow whatever it is that I need to follow and do. If you're not willing to do that and you don't go every week. Oh, I got to call the Bible out because, you know, somebody says something to me on my job and I'm thinking it's voodoo. Baby, that's not what a Bible out does. <laughs> that's not how that works. Because I had a sister that was trying to do that. And I was like, no. And, you know, so my godfather, which he was right. He was like, yeah, you have to educate people before you bring them to me. And I'm like, yeah, because people will call every five minutes. I had a dream and in the dream. No, that's not what a Baba Lao is for. No, no. Now, if you need a spiritualist, a card reader, you know, then find those. Okay, because whatever you say, they're going to stop because you're going to pay them. Now, if you don't mind taking your money and pouring it down the drain, and I'm not going against spiritualists, but if you're not going to actively do what they told you to do the first time, and majority of people don't, then why are you wasting anybody's time? I'll have a girl 
she will always like I give her a reading, and then next week, girl, can you tell me? Wait, did you do everything I told you to do before? No, girl. So then, so I had to cut her off because she just wanted a reading. But she wouldn't do nothing that you told her to do. Like nothing. Nada. She, she's not doing it. So now that the problem came, now she's, oh, I can't believe it. No, believe it. Because didn't we tell you the reason why you're supposed to do this so this wouldn't happen? But being a healer, you got to learn patience. You got to learn to allow people to show you what they're capable of doing. And majority of people want attention. They don't want help. They want attention. They want to come in and see who you reading to see if you got uh, a friend of theirs so they can go back and tell. That's why I always do phone readings now. And if I do in-person readings, I always know everybody has a time slot. And please don't just stand around. Go find you something to do, but be back here at this time. What we're not going to do is that. And all phones are off because we're not sitting here taking videos and pictures of people as they walking out. Girl, look who getting a reading. No, we're not doing that. When I used to do me size, whenever everybody got their reading, whoever got their reading and got the instructions, they were free to leave. Okay, bye. Bye. For real. Bye. Because, and in certain instances, because people were known to video people, look who here getting a reading, look, and posting it. That's really personal. And when I seen that, I was like, nah. Nah, I'm good. No, no, no. Uh-uh. And some people, you just know, not everybody comes to drummings, to me size, to events with a pure heart and good intentions. Some people come with malicious, arrogance, and just decide trouble. For real. That's why I wasn't mad when my godmother used to always tell people, turn your phone off. Let me see. Everybody, let me see. Turn your phone off. Come here. Let me check. Or put it in the box. Here, you can dig it when it's over. Put your phone in the box. Because you will be amazed on how many people, and it's not to, you know, uh, criticize or go against what you're doing, but for the people that's in there. So let's just say, me and you are friends. I don't get along with another girl that's here. But we're all here to get help. Her friend may not like me. Now, I'm on their video because she's sitting there videoing me. No, I'm talking to my son. It's okay. And lying and knowing damn well they videoing people. No, it didn't happen to me personally because I would have went off. But um, it, I've seen it. And it's horrible. It's despicable. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the person that gave you the invite. It's disrespectful to the people that are attending. It's disrespectful to the spiritualists that are there. It's disrespectful. But yet and still, because nobody calls people on their shit, not online, but in person, to say, no, baby, we don't do that here. That's why they think it's free to do it. For real. There's certain times and you should always ask, hey, is this, you know, can I, can I at least video a little bit? When the messages come, I turn it off. Great. Maybe they'll give their blessing. Or, you know, can I take pictures of your, your shrine? It's very beautiful. They say, yeah, great. Now, majority of people go take a picture, but don't post it because they want to be the first ones to post it. And it's their shit. So they have every right. Be like, look, I'm going to post this tomorrow afternoon. Matter of fact, uh, if it's Saturday, can you post yours on Wednesday? Because I'm going to post it, you know, once everything is over and I get home, I'm going to rest. And then I post it. But, you know, I post mine by Monday or Tuesday. Can you post yours on Wednesday? 
Now, the proper thing would be, thank you, and yes. But you know what people do? Why they talking? Oh, girl, it's too late. I posted it. Take it down. No, girl, look, you got so many likes. Now I know to never invite you to anything else. So you just really uninvited yourself to all future events. It is decorum, people. It's respect. It is manners. And we have not become so fucking heavenly and spiritually bound that we no longer follow those things. The basic rules. Do not bring someone with you without asking. Anywhere I go, hey, can I, is it okay if I bring my son or bring a guest? Sure. Or they say, no, not really because, you know, I don't get along with them. Okay, no problem. I'll show up. Thank you for the invite. Now I'm coming. Okay. Now, if I know that, you know, and usually the guests will let you know, well, such and such will be here. I will send a did at you. I'm not coming. But thank you. Thank you for the invite. But I'll send, you know, just for this. It's not a lot, but it's something. And buy some flowers or, you know, whatever whatever event it is. And thank you. And that's it. But what we're not going to do is just bring like 30 people that you didn't even clear. You're not going to, if I say no pictures, don't sit and take pictures. If I, you know, it, and then, you know, you'll see. This is the part that really hurts. When people post their events... And majority, really all of them, women with long white skirts and blouses, please be presentable. They're letting you know the attire. All white, please, long skirts, and please be presentable and respectful. In this day and age, you should not have to post that. If you're going to a spiritual function or a ceremony, you ain't going to the club. You don't need fucking slits all the way up, showing your ass cheeks and your panties and all that. You already know where you're going. It's not rocket science. So when I see people with titties out, you know, see-through shirts showing their bras and all that, and I'm like, wow, I know you've seen the post. I know you've seen the invite. But it's a norm now. At least people are trying to make it a norm where... You know, you don't have to wear all white, but come presentable. You looking like you done rolled out of the bed, and now you up in this place, or, you know, it gets hot. You smelling. Like, uh uh-uh, get get on over there. No. And it happens. And people just, they, they shake their head and stand up. Oh, well, you can't talk to everybody. If it's my event, I sure will. Excuse me, baby. I have some clothes upstairs. Come. What? Because this ain't it. You're you not coming in here like this. Oh, my God. No, you sort of you sort of invite because I sent it. And it said dress presentable. This, you, we not the club. 50 Cent and them ain't playing. I know you lying. So, come on. Let's go upstairs. Now, you have that choice or you can remove yourself. Either or. Well, I'm leaving. Okay. Go with God. And that's it. That's all. It ain't no I'm getting online. And, stuff. and you know, we, we are really on this thing of... I get it. We all need uncomfortable conversations, right? But everything is not for social media. I'm going to say that again. Every conversation is not for social media. It's not. Some conversations are between you and the person. Let's clear that. Let's clear that up. Not... Well, girl, I need to tell. Tell who? Why? Why are you going online telling people this? 
Are you happy that you're dogging people out? Well, she stanked. Well, did you go to her? Because some people don't may not know how to properly wash themselves. Some people may not know about hygiene. Sometimes people don't think they have a smell or a body odor. When I tell people about full body deodorant, they go, I never heard of that. And I'm like, for real? And they go, yeah. I go, oh, here. Lumi is a good product. It doesn't irritate your skin. If you're a big girl, those rolls are going to to sweat. If you get the full body deodorant while you're walking, you won't smell like sour smell. Real talk. You wash up. I know, during the day, it gets hot. Yo, if you got these clothes on, okay. But now you have full body deodorant. And Lumi is really good. It has a beautiful scent. It doesn't irritate your skin. Like, you'll be amazed on women don't even know how to properly wash themselves down there. They don't know how to wash their vaginas. Men don't really know how to wash their penises. They don't. I met a man that was, I want to say 46, 47. And when I tell you, he had an older, older. And... Like, I couldn't even, he, he was my employee. I couldn't even, and he was a great guy, but I couldn't stand next to him. I would throw up, like throw up, outside throwing up. So I went because I don't know how to clean a man. So I went and got some brothers and they came and they spoke to him. They didn't embarrass him. They took him in the back. You know what I'm saying? And they, they spoke to him, everything. Now he had sensitive skin, so he couldn't wear like oils or cologne. So this brother, you know, gave him the unscented soap and he gave him like scented shea butter, right? And I never forget lemongrass. That's why I love the smell of lemongrass. And he put a little bit on and he couldn't, like my granddaughter, she can't, she has to use a special deodorant, right? Because she has sensitive skin. She has to use a special deodorant. It is hard to find in stores. She is seven. Now, some people have a skin disease where it is a strong body odor, right? It is. It's um, it's uh, uh, usually passed down, but she has sensitive skin. So if you put the deodorant on it, she's going to scratch. She's going to break out. She's going to have this rash. So it is a special deodorant that they sell. Target usually have it. Now, the catch is... It's kind of pricey. It's like $16. Now, you may say, oh, that's not bad. But if you have six kids, and the oldest is 21, the youngest is one, and you have six kids, yeah, it is pricey. It's pricey when you only have one that you have to do that. Now, remember, you got to buy six pairs of shoes. You got to buy underwear, different, and they're all different sizes. Yeah, it can become a little expensive. So it's either I learned a way around it, then save it. Now, with kids, also, parents do got to sleep. And sometimes kids get in the cabinet and get into the bathroom and just start using stuff. And they may drop it. It may break. They may flush it out down. Things happen. So now you got to go and buy this $16 deodorant or you got to feed your kids and stuff. So it does. It becomes a little bit more. Right? So, it does. It becomes a little bit more. 
So also you got to learn budgeting. So be mindful. But a lot of people don't. And a lot of people have, you know, issues. And it's it, you can't you can't judge them on it. But anyway, they took him back there and they showed him. And, you know, they were really cool guys. That's why I got them. And, you know, the brother did. He came up there. He waited until everybody was going. And he was like, yo, you know, and which that saying is true. You shit and shit long enough. You sit and shit long enough. It's not, it loses its smell. So to him, he, he it just became normal. But his wife came back when he went home that morning. I had to open. I closed and I opened. When she, when I got in that morning, we would open up the store at seven thirty, right? Because the store opened at eight. She pulled up on me, and I'm like, my first instinct was, I know nobody ain't coming in this motherfucker early in the morning. They gonna wait, and this better not be a stick up because we fuck that, right? Because I was still tired, so. Sometimes you'll have to close the store closed at 2 a.m. And now you got to come back and open this motherfucker at 730. Right. So it is. Anyway, she pulled up. She rolled down the window and she was like, thank you. And rolled off. And their marriage became so amazing because she was married to him. And she had to sleep with that. And that's another thing also. Uncomfortable conversations. It doesn't need to be on social media, but even in a relationship. I've seen women as well as men sit there and do things that they know they don't want to do and that they're uncomfortable because we live by this saying of, if you love me, you'll do it. I know the fuck you lying. I don't eat pizza. So I got to eat pizza so I can be with you? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. It is okay. I was watching this video and this guy was like, you got to be able to have uncomfortable conversations and be truthful with your partner. He said his wife would get up every morning and try to kiss him. And he was like, yo, I don't want to kiss you in the morning. Your breath stinks. Which is true. Brush your teeth first. Oh my God. You can, if you love me, you will kiss me with smelly breath. Uh, no. You want me to throw up? Like, no. That shit stink. No. And if you fart, your shit stink. Go in the bathroom. No, I don't want you to sleep naked. No, you crusty ass. No, and if you shit, go and wash up. Don't bring those damn dill berries and them little crumbles all on my goddamn sheets. Go wash your ass. Yes. But we are get. Oh, it's okay. I'm not laying in fucking shit balls. I know you lying. No, girl. Uh-uh. 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 Put on pajamas. No. But you have... And I changed the fucking sheets. We ain't doing all that. Wash your ass. Don't you take a shower at night before you go to bed? No, I take a shower in the morning. Take one in the morning too. But you done been through the whole day. You done been outside, all that. You done shit it and pissed and did all that. No, wash your ass before you get in this bed. And one thing I can't stand, don't come with your outside clothes and sit on my goddamn bed. Mm -mm. Sit in the chair. That's why they there for. Don't sit in my bed with your outside clothes. Don't do that. That's disrespectful. It's nasty. Uh-uh. I used to, when my friend used to always, because she has this bad habit, come in my bedroom. I would take all the sheets and push it back and then sit. She'd be like, oh, sit on the bed. And I would take all the sheets and put it back. I'm known for that, right? Because I don't want you to sit on my shit. First of all, I ain't inviting you in my bedroom. I don't give a fuck who you are. Nah, sit outside. That's why we have living rooms, dining rooms, spaces. And if we don't and I just got a room, guess what? We're going to sit outside. Fuck that. Or we'll go meet up at Starbucks some goddamn where. I just got a room then. I you, you ain't sitting on my bed. No. 
show or we'll sit on the floor. I got some pillows and them little chairs. We'll sit on the floor. But you ain't sitting on my goddamn bed. No, I know you lying. Not with no outside clothes on. Uh-uh. I'm Southern for real. So she would be like, why are you always pulling that back? Because I got on outside clothes. I done sat my ass all over the place. You want me to come and sit on your bed? No, girl. So I did it so much that over the years, when people would come in her house, she invited them in the bed. She'd be like, yo, pull those sheets back. And I remember her friend Tay was like, why you do that? She was like, I don't want you in outside clothes sitting on my bed. Now, if she would have never met me, she would have just continued to have people sit on her bed. Like, no, but that's my thought pattern. I don't expect you to do it, but I do it. Now, if I have a husband, you should already know the rules. And I was talking to this guy because he was saying he wanted to date me, right? And my my family always says dating me is like um, doing a business transaction. <laughs> so I asked him, I said, what is the goal here? What, what are we doing? What, what do you want out of a relationship? Oh, well, I want honesty. I said, pause. Don't say anything that you are not willing to do or give yourself. If you're not being honest with yourself and you can't be honest, then don't add, don't add that in there, right? Because this is the negotiation process, right? Real talk. He goes, no, 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 I can give that. I said, once again, don't sit here and tell me what you want in a relationship and you don't even do it for yourself. When I ask people, I always ask people, what's the five things you want in a relationship? Oh, I want love. I want commitment. I, well, he got to have money. So he got to be financially fit. Um, he got to have a sense of humor and he got to, he got to be good with his family. I said, okay, do you have those same five things? What? You, do you love yourself? Well, you know, not all, okay, so we're taking that out the ring. Are you financially fit? Are you financially secure? Do you have do you have over five hundred dollars in the bank? Girl, my shit on negative. So that's off the table. Okay. Um, you want commitment. You just said you cheated on the last person you was with. So are you do you know how to be committed in a relationship? Do you know how to stay faithful? You know, because drinking alcohol doesn't make you fall on somebody's penis. It doesn't work that way. You could go out and get drunk and still come home by yourself. So are you are you capable of doing that? Okay, 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 so take that off. Um, you say you want family for them to have, you know, communication with their family, to be big on family. You don't even talk to none of your family members. So why are you requiring something from somebody that you don't even give? Long story short, the things that you're asking for to build a relationship, are you willing to give that to yourself? Can you go outside on a date for yourself? Do you go out and have dinner by yourself? No, people going to look at me. I do all the time. I went to, I wanted one of the Applebee's Beyond Burgers, right? Because they be good, for real. And um, the guy looked... The, the first, the waitress was like, are you waiting for someone else? I said, no, it's just me. She was like, oh my God, you're bold. Why do I have to be bold? <laughs> I was like, okay. And these three guys were sitting at a table. One of them got up and walked over and was like, you know what? I need to start doing that. And I was like, okay. Because the girl went over there and she was like, no, she is like, yo, I couldn't do that. Why? I take myself out to movies. I take myself out 
to dinner. And I also go out on dates with men. But sometimes I take care of me. When you take care of you, I'm not strapped for somebody to do something for me because I already love myself. See? So at the end of the day, I'm I'm already good to myself. I have a good girlfriend. Her name is Erica. She said, I don't date no one that can give me something that I can give myself. I said, what? She said, yeah, they have to come beyond what I can do for my own self. I said, I'm not mad at you. To have this whole conversation come into play, stop listening to people, start loving yourself and know your self-worth. Stop comparing yourself to others. Stop sitting there trying to put ceilings on your sky. Be limitless. I love that movie. Be limitless. Let your ideas and your creativity soar. Stop worrying about what people are going to think or say. Fuck those people. If you know them or not, who cares? What that got to do with you? My mother used to always say, if you're looking for something in the world and you can't find it, God gave you the idea to create it. I don't need to dim anyone else's light to make my light shine. I built my own lane, and I don't have a problem with staying in it. If someone argues with me or says something about me, great, that is their opinions, and opinions are like assholes. We all have one. But what I will not do is stop my journey to go and argue with everyone that decides to throw a rock in my direction. Sometimes your haters can be used for your advertisement. You know, I had people to buy my book just so they can criticize it. They so weird that I still got paid. I don't give a fuck what you say about it. You brought the book. The same way when Cardi B said, y'all listen to my music. You brought it. I got paid. So what's the gold here? You are embarrassing me? My pockets are still growing. So what's the problem? I'm confused. You brought my book and you brought more than one just so you can go around and talk about it? Okay. At the end of the day. And now you're talking about the people where even in the comments, because I showed up when they was doing the video and because they was like, oh, the author is in the chat. I showed up. And then you had people, oh my God, I'm going to buy it just so I can see. I'm going to stop you from buying it? No, please buy it. How many times have you seen actors and actresses getting the Rotten Tomato list? I love what Tyler Perry said. I didn't create this for the Rotten Tomatoes, the Rotten Apples, the Rotten This. I created it for people that don't know, that's starting out on their spiritual journey. It is a spiritual workbook. I created it so you can have somewhat of a blueprint to go about what it is you're doing. That's all. That's it. I didn't create it because this scholar is doing it or because this... At the end of the day, you brought the book and you're talking about it. So whether these people agree with you or not, now they're going to buy it. Okay. What part am I missing here? Where is the part that you're hurting me? That's the part I don't get. Where's the part that, oh, I'm going to hurt you. Oh, hurting me and you're putting money in my pocket because you're talking about a book, a workbook that I wrote. You ordered it on Amazon. If that's what you call hurt, hurt me all day. 
as always, I love y'all. Thank you for listening. I hope that one day I can do this live in the studio and I can have all of y'all sitting out there. So, you never know what the day going to bring. Stay positive, stay sweet, stay strong, stay good.